0: Welcome to Keep Playing, a podcast about what business can learn from the world of sports. I love sports. As a businessman myself, I have always been fascinated about sports. Fascinated about what I can learn from athletes. Whichever sports discipline they represent. Fascinated about their perseverance, their persistency, their innovation, their learning from mistakes, their never giving up attitude, their team spirit, and the fact that the best just keep playing, whether the sun is shining or the rain is falling. Hi, and welcome to episode 13. This episode is about Italy's football stars meeting their waterloo playing South Korea in the 2002 World Cup. I have chosen to call this episode for complacency because I believe there is a key learning here for the world of business. We all know the Goliath versus David story from the Old Testament. The story about the Philistines sending their best warrior, Goliath, and the Jews sending a shepherd boy. Much to everybody's surprise, David killed Goliath, and the Jews thus the standoff. In 2002, Italy was ranked number 6 on the FIFA World Nation Ranking, and hence was one of the world's best football nations. Italy probably found it unfair that they were not ranked first. South Korea, on the other hand, was happy to be ranked number 40, perhaps especially as they had never won a World Cup match before, and because the only reason why they were in the 2002 World Cup was that they, together with Japan, were the host nation, and thus guaranteed to join. In 2002, the Italian team was probably the best for many years. Most players were between the age of 24 to 30 years old, so neither too young nor too old. The team included famous players like Paolo Maldini, Christian Vieri, Del Piero and perhaps the world's best keeper Gianluigi Buffon. The players played in clubs like Juventus, Roma, Barcelona and Bayern Munich. South Korea was, on the other hand, a rather unknown football nation, and their players probably even more unknown. Most of them played in Korean and Japanese clubs. So Italy and South Korea met in the eight finals. Italy had played Colombia, Croatia and Mexico to reach the eight finals. Korea had played Poland, USA and Portugal. Especially Korea's or South Korea's win against Portugal, one of the world's best football nations in the group play should have prepared Italy that this match would not just be a walk in the park. South Korea had really surprised everybody. And since they had already met their goal, which was to win just one match. Actually, they had already won two, as they also won against Poland. This meant that they were prepared to play much more freely and without much pressure. The players were already heroes back in South Korea. Italy, on the other hand, had managed to combine arrogance We are the best. We have already won. With planning to play the quarterfinals a few days later. Playing South Korea was just a walkover game. They probably never really took Korea seriously. Cut a long story short. Korea won two goals to one. After 90 minutes of play, the score was one to one. In the additional time, South Korea forward Jong Won scored a golden goal in the 117th minute and hence sealed Italy's faith. South Korea was in the quarterfinals, Italy packing their suitcases to go home. Beaten and humiliated, David once again beat Goliath. South Korea played with their hearts. They had the ball the most, 56 to 44%. They never gave up. They always believed in their chance. And they were totally unimpressed of Italy's stars. Italy on the other hand again was totally caught by surprise. They never saw what hit them. And if they did, they saw it too late the South Koreans did not act as expected to. What is even worse, if you ask me, was that the Italians never accepted their own arrogance or complacency. They never saw it. After the match, they blamed the referee. They blamed FIFA. They blamed everybody else but themselves. So instead of looking inwards they look for scapegoats. They never came to accept that South Korea could beat the real stars. This was not the script. In the world of business there are numerous examples of companies acting just like the Italian football stars. The best example in my book is Nokia. In 2007 Nokia had between 30 and 40% market share of the global mobile phone market. Nokia had a phone at every price point, in every color, in every store, and we all knew their signature ringing tone. In mid-2007, Apple introduced their iPhone. And from that very moment, Nokia's share price only knew one way and that was down until Nokia exited the market altogether. There are probably several explanations to why that happened, but arrogance and complacency definitely played a role as well. Who could possibly imagine the world's most successful mobile phone company failing? Well, that was exactly what happened. Nokia missed the smartphone trend. Likewise, Kodak missed the digital camera market as they tried to hold on to traditional analog film. Blockbuster missed the move from video stores to online and streaming. Other great examples are Sears, Toys R Us, Hitachi, Polaroid, and Netscape. In the world of business, as in the world of sports, there is no room to sit down and relax. You must constantly be alert, constantly innovate, constantly be hungry and constantly do your very best. And don't ever underestimate the consumers or your competitors. They will come back to hurt you if you are not on your toes. And rightfully so. If you become lazy or arrogant, you do not deserve their respect or the customer's money. Italy lost against South Korea because they didn't take them seriously. Do not make that same mistake. And if you do, don't blame externals. Blame yourself and learn from it. All right, all for now. End of episode 13. I hope to see you again in the next episode, episode 14. Until then, bye bye for now.